welcome to the Bullcast Podcast. I'm Katie Pickler, and with me is my good old buddy, Court Winsett. <laughs> I find it amusing, Katie. You sort of regressed to your old ways. You kind of did the old opening there that you got so tired of doing. So. Nostalgia. <laughs> Well, I guess it's a good way to close out the year. Not that this is our last episode of no, the year, no. but it's close. Closing time is not playing yet. Closing time. <laughs> okay, come on. Let's do that opening bell. Okay, so today, what are we going to talk about? Well, duh. I mean, it's the year end. It's our, it's, our, it's our last full podcast episode of the year. We do have more coming to you for the next couple of weeks after this one, but this one's our last full podcast episode of, of the year. And what does every publication do at the end of the year? What does every publication and news show and everybody else that can't come up with anything else, what do they talk about at the end of the year? Either top 10 lists or resolutions. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to do a top 10 list. And resolutions. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's definitely that time. It's a new year's coming up and everyone decides, new year, new me. What are we going to do? You know, I can already hear the gyms filling up and everybody rushing because all of a sudden, as soon as the new year, as soon as we change to the new year, everyone's like, oh, I've got to be a totally different person now. I've got to change everything. Absolutely. So let's talk about why that happens. But... We're trying out a little something different. I know it's risky being the last real episode before the end of the year, but instead of top five, what do you think about us doing nuggets of wisdom from Twitter? And we'll call it Twitter Nugs. So we should say, uh, um, specifically, if Twitter Nugs goes over well, then we might come up with other related Twitter Nug topics that we could do in the future. Um, So we're doing Twitter Nugs. We're doing Nuggets of Wisdom from Twitter that relate to New Year's resolutions, because we're doing a New Year's resolutions episode this this, uh, episode. I do also want to throw in there, before we get a whole bunch of people turning off, because they're like, I came here for finance. You need to stick with us, because... We're going to wrap this all in where basically resolutions in a lot of ways are about health, financial health, personal health, you know, physical health, mental health. They all wrap together and mm-hmm. everything that you do in your life is in some way or another is going to find is going to affect your financial health. So we're going to work it all together. Stick with us. But let's get to Twitter nugs. Yes. And so we do want to say um, these did come from various articles. So in the future, it may be that we actually represent who the person who wrote these. But a for tribute, this, yes. yes, a tribute. But for this, it's just here's our tweets. So let's go off with number one. Artie broke my New Year's resolution to try not to cry in a Taco Bell bathroom. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, swapping off. I'm not really a New Year's resolution person. I'm more of a get really motivated to change my whole life at 3 a.m. on a Tuesday person. Which I, is true. I feel that. But yeah, then by I'm 6 a.m. you're like, no. Total insomniac. <laughs> I'm up at 3 a.m. thinking about all of the ways I'm going to change. And then by 6, I'm like, no, I just need to no. go back to bed. Okay. My New Year's resolutions for 2016 was to not have a New Year's, New Year's resolution. So I wouldn't disappoint myself. Still disappointed myself. Yep, that's pretty much me every year. Every (laughs) year, uh, I'm always a disappointment to myself when it comes to the resolutions. So, new year, new me is a fun thing to say while committing identity theft. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, we learned about identity theft a couple episodes ago, so there you go. Let me read that one again, because I kind of messed it up with the laugh. <laughs> new year, new me is a fun thing to say while committing identity theft. <laughs> okay, I got you with this one. My pants are starting to fit a little tight, so I think it's time to finally get serious about my resolutions to buy bigger pants. Absolutely. <laughs> Every year. Okay, startup idea. I love this one. <laughs> Come on, Corey. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. This was really good. I, I gotta, I gotta find this person and and give them like a buy them a beer or something. I don't know. Startup idea: a gym named Resolutions that runs for the first month of the year, collects fees, then converts to a bar named Regret. <laughs> That's amazing. I felt that. <laughs> My New Year's resolutions is to come to terms with the fact that John Mayer is in his forties. <laughs> yep. Okay, trying to complete my 2020 resolution list. To sum it up, I have 25 hours to lose 38 pounds. Serious suggestions only. <laughs> There's so many articles. How can I lose 20 pounds in two days? <laughs> uh, cut off a limb. <laughs> okay, only resolutions. Stop dating men with the emotional intelligence of a baked potato. Yeah, see, and I'm glad that you had that one, because how is court going to pull off that? I, I mean, don't know. I know. mean, maybe that your daughters don't date men with baked potatoes. Brains. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I certainly <laughs> hope that they don't, but I mean, you never know. Um, okay, and finally, our last one, New Year's resolution to keep kicking ass and taking names because detailed record keeping is important. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and those are our, what you call them? Twitter, Twitter nugs. Okay, let's talk about where this tradition came from. So yes, Court, it's history time. Oh, are we getting a history lesson from Katie? Yes. Okay, let's go back. Ancient Babylonians were the first people. <laughs> Some 4,000 years ago, they were the first ones to hold recorded celebrations in honor of New Year's. For early Christians, the first day of New Year's became the traditional occasion for thinking about one's past mistakes, resolving to do better and to be better in the future. It was often a watch night service, included readings from scriptures and beautiful singing, often spent praying and making resolutions for the coming years. Despite the tradition having a lot of religious roots, New Year's resolutions today are mostly secular practice. Instead of making promises to the gods, most people are making resolutions about themselves, focused purely on self-improvement, which may explain why a lot of these resolutions are hard to follow through. As many as 45% make resolutions and only 8% are successful. Well... Now I know. And knowing is half the battle. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to point out that, um, you know, not everybody, obviously, but there are still a lot of people out there that do make Lenten promises. So maybe the religious aspect for the New Year's resolution has gone away, but there are people that still come up every year with a, some sort of sacrifice. It's supposed to be a self-improving improving sacrifice that you, that you, you promise to God you're going to stick to. Mm -hmm. And although Lent is generally a shorter span of time than a whole year, uh, a lot of times the whole point of the Lenten promise is to, to permanently improve yourself. This idea that you're going to sacrifice for, these, for this shorter period of time, for the, for the length of Lent, but that by the end of it, you will have improved yourself and that that improvement will go on. So there is still that religious aspect out there. It's just it's it's shifted to a different a different part of the year and a different a, a, a more religious time of the year, really. Yeah. So why do people make resolutions or goals? Because, you know, we talked about at the beginning, it's we have this whole idea of, oh, it's going to 
we're changing our calendar. It's a brand new year or it's a brand new month. But the thing is, you can have resolutions and goals anytime. Absolutely. Yeah. Like we talked yeah. about, like you, you can change your life in a moment. It's one of those, why can't you start a goal or resolution at any time? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times they don't work and we're going to talk about why they don't work. And a goal is a dream with a deadline. Think about that. A goal is a dream with a deadline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so it, if you don't write your goal down, it's a wish. <laughs> a goal. I'm full of all these nuggets today, Court. <laughs> I, I, I will add to that. I know a goal is a dream with a deadline. There's a, there is a quote, a famous quote by an individual. I've, I've always liked um, the, the added element. A goal is a dream with a plan and a deadline. I like that. Um, you know, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to not just say that you want to do something or give yourself a deadline, but you got to figure out how you're going to do it. I mean, that's, that's, that's what financial success is all about. Mm-hmm. So, uh, just to throw that out there, but yeah, absolutely. Just like with everything else that we talked about, uh, you know, budgets, everything else that we've discussed, you got to have it written down. So you want to, you, you want to dream big, but you, if you want to make it a real goal, you want to write it down. You want to have a plan for how you're going to accomplish it, and you want to have a deadline. Yeah, so as we move forward, think about this as your New Year's resolutions, but also think about these as your goals that you set at any time. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the times, the reasons they fail is you treat it, you treat a marathon, what really is a marathon, you treat it like a sprint. Yeah. And you want that immediate satisfaction. That's We've got that instant that... We've got to have fast internet and find out exactly what's going on at all moments. And I think that's trickled into our lives that we set a goal. I mean, weight loss is the easiest thing. Well, I, and uh, let me jump in there because at the at the end of last year, one of the things that we always do as an office is we write our goals for the, the, for the following year and mm-hmm. we, we seal them up and put them in an envelope and then we open them up at the end of the year to see how we did, read them out to everybody else. Um uh, consistently every year I put lose 25 pounds down as one of my goals. And this year at the beginning of the year, I actually lost 25 pounds. Woo! Yeah, that was fantastic. I did it in about a month and a half. It didn't take me very long at all. I Silly really drastically, drop it so yeah, fast. really drastically changed my eating habits. There was a whole lot going on in my life at the time. And I, have I think that's gained... when you were just eating water and almonds. no, no. <laughs> Uh, but it, it's just I water did. and X lax till prom. <laughs> so, uh, so, but I did. I lost a lot of weight. I was feeling pretty good about myself. Uh, I've gained every single pound of it back. Um, you can't tell, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a roly poly now. Um, no, but uh, so. I mean, unless you look at a picture taken of me by Cameron, in which case I look like a <laughs> troll, Lupoli. I look. It's terrible. intentional. <laughs> you son of a. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, weight, weight loss is always a thing for me. And, but my point is I did it really, really quick and I really drastically changed my eating habits and I knew that those eating habits weren't going to stick. I knew that I was slowly but surely going to, to revert back unless I had planned better, unless I had actually sort of adopted a new sort of mentality mm-hmm. about everything that I was eating and not just gone with water and X-lax. Yep. <laughs> Another one, putting the cart before the horse. That's, again, with planning, and sometimes we may jump to a goal that's four steps ahead and not realizing you got to go through a couple other steps before you get there. Mm -hmm. So that's a failing part. Okay, Court, I'm ready to hear you sing. No, I'm not going to sing. You've 
They fail because you don't believe in yourself. Don't stop believing. Woo, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> uh, too much thinking, not enough doing. That's mm. that 3 a.m. planning it out. When I get out of this bed in a couple hours, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to hit the ground running. And then you hit the ground running at 6 a.m. and you're tired because you've been up at 3 a.m. thinking about what you're going to do. Yeah. I mean, some of us can't help be, but be up at 3 a.m. with our mind racing. I don't know what it is about me that causes me to do it, but I know that I have tried many ways to fix it and I haven't fixed it yet. You're not alone. There's lots of people. Okay. Uh, again, So maybe just don't plan at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yes. Don't do that. No, that's that stuff's <laughs> not going to stick. We're oftentimes in a hurry. It's again, it's that instant gratification. We want to hurry up and meet our goals. Mm -hmm. You don't enjoy the process. I mean, a lot of times we don't. We just want to hurry up and be a better spouse or have lost the weight or get that job. We don't want to go through the training process or the hard work to get to it. Okay. So I know that this is really hitting the nail on the head, but you mentioned earlier that people treat it like a sprint and not mm -hmm. a marathon. One of the one of the things that truly is probably the one of the biggest successes of my life was was when I ran a marathon. And I got absolutely um absolutely addicted to the plan. To I, I downloaded a, a, a particular training plan for running a marathon. I'd never run a race in my life, much less a marathon. Wow. And so I downloaded a particular plan for how to train for a marathon. And man, I, uh, I was absolutely, I was obsessed with sticking to that plan. This mm -hmm. plan had me running, I think, five days a week. And I made sure that I'd hit every single day of the week that I was supposed to with the run that I was supposed to. And so, you know, and I really, it, it really, that, that commitment to that plan and to that process that, that really helped achieve the ultimate goal and also, it, it was it was nice to 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 have just sort of that. Okay, I know what I'm going to be doing doing each day of this week and so forth. I've gone on, and other people say I'm going to run and do whatever, and I'm like, well, here's a plan for you. Well, and this kind of tackles on. I know uh, Cameron and I um, have been involved in a lot of the events here at Pickler Companies, and we talk about how so much of it is the anticipation of planning out the event and looking through every aspect of it and going through every angle of what could go wrong and what we're going to do. And then by the time you actually get to the event, it's just like, oh, it's done. And so it's more of the opposite. We've enjoyed the journey. And then it's just like, okay, it's done. But then we're ready and eager for the next thing. Mm. And so it's kind of with your goals, make it where you enjoy the process and then you're ready for the next step. Anybody who's ever done a show, I mean, you know, you don't you don't yeah. do a show just for that being up on stage in front of an audience. Well, I guess some people might, but I mean, part of the process, part of getting there the, through the entire rehearsal period, getting to know your your castmates and so forth, that's all part of it. It makes it that much harder when you actually finally do put on the show and then you're done and you've got to move on with life because you've mm -hmm. spent so much time with these people. It's all worth it's all worth the time. Yep. Next one would be you don't track your progress. That's crucial. That if you are trying to get better with your spending or, you know, lose weight, have those micro goals, track your progress. Mm -hmm. Don't be too hard on yourself. That's a hard one. I know for you and me, Court, we're, we're always beating up on ourselves. Well, I mean, I think I'm, I personally am just realistic about my failures in life. Um, and that's how, being too hard and many, and <laughs> the many, many failures that I've had. And kind of the last one of, you don't know what you want or you know what you want. But you don't know why. 
Okay, it sounds like we're about to get into a whole lot of psycho battle, if I'm being <laughs> no, honest. No, no, we're not going to. But, I mean, you think about it a lot of times. It's We've talked about these in other episodes. Sometimes we set goals and resolutions. Mm-hmm. And are we setting it because it's trendy? Are we setting it because we feel like that's what we should be, do- what we should be doing? And so I think that's something. Figure it out. Figure it out. Just figure it out. Well, think about it. Put some thought in behind it. Yeah, sorry. No, that was a Letterkenny reference. I was just, you said figure it out, and I immediately went to Letterkenny. So for this, what we want you to think about is three things. Three reasons your goal doesn't work. One, people are not serious enough to write it down. You may have said it in your head, or you may have said it in passing to someone, but write it down. Two, we hide the document where it's written down. You don't share it or publicize it, and then no one knows. You have deniability. You don't have that accountability partner. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the world of social media now, you just tweet it out and be like, hey, I have determined I'm going to do this. And now other people know what your goal is. Everyone knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. And the third, make sure they are smart goals. Now, smart, I mean, yes, yeah, you, you all want to be smart. But what we specifically mean is specific, measurable Attainable or achievable, depending on which way you look at it, and realistic or relevant, timely. Okay. I always like uh, achievable and realistic, uh, or attainable and realistic. Yeah. Uh, relevant. I mean, you know, relevant to who? I mean, am I, am I, am I, is my socially conscious goal smart because it's relevant and socially conscious? The, it just happens to be the social conscious thing of the... Okay, now you're getting psycho babble. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. (laughs) So we have to believe in something in order to accomplish it. You know, don't give up when you get sidetracked. I think that's the hardest thing is that when we set these goals, it's, again, I feel like weight is something you can bring up a lot. It's you've decided you're going to be healthy and you've had a great couple of days, but then you get into work and somebody's brought a whole bunch of chicken biscuits And you decide, oh, I want a chicken biscuit. And then you feel like, well, crud, I just totally derailed because I wasn't going to have any carbs. And now I just had the bread and the rest of the day is shot. Yeah. That is the biggest culprit. Everybody's like, oh, well, it's done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, and and that doesn't just apply to, to, um, to, to, to diet. I mean, you know, it can apply to exercise. I mean, obviously it applies to exercise. So many people are like, I'm going to get healthy this year. I'm going to start going to the gym. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it's an ongoing joke that the, the gyms um, have their biggest month of the year is in January. And by February, it's back to just the, the normal people. Yeah. You know, most people don't, don't stick with it. And what happens is you don't go in one night because you've got a late meeting or because you're just tired or you had a bad day mm-hmm. or whatever. You don't go in. And then the next night you, you feel like it's that much easier to, to not stick with it because, well, you already blew it. But yeah. if you, instead of giving up because you already blew it, you don't think of it as, uh, oh, I blew it. You just think of it as a, okay, I had a, I had a, a hiccup, but I gotta, I gotta get back on the horse. Yeah. Cause more than likely you had some financial with that. You probably have started a gym membership. Maybe you've signed up for a meal plan or protein shakes or whatever is out there. So you've had financial part of that, that mm-hmm. you're blown away, but think of it also like credit card debt. So say that you've determined you're going to do good. You're not going to rack your credit cards up again. Well, you slip up and you have a bad day and go on a spending binge and 
rack your credit card back up. That doesn't mean just flow with it and let it keep racking up with other things. Just be like, yeah. I, made, I made a mistake. Let's fix this. Let's get it back down again. Yeah. If you dug yourself into a hole, you don't just keep digging. And if you're trying to, to climb your way out of the hole and you slip a little bit, you don't just let yourself fall back to the bottom. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you got to, you know, this is cliche and it's, it's cliche because it's been said so many times by so many different programs, but you know, to take things one day at a time. Uh, and, and try and focus on what your goal is. Try and stick to your plan. Uh, if you do get sidetracked, don't let that, you know, kill all your plan. But also, you know, wh- make sure that you have the motivation to, if at all possible, not get sidetracked. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you have ha- had a bad day, consider the fact that, you know, maybe if, if it's something like, uh, I had a bad day, I don't want to go exercise tonight. Wasn't that a song? Had a bad day. Yep. Sure was. <laughs> and it was also Chipmunks did a version of the song too. <gasps> the Chipmunks? Yes, absolutely. Oh, wonderful. It was way higher pitched than what you did and I'm not going to try and imitate it, but <laughs> oh, yes. come on. Um, You're right. The motivating factor. Yeah. Because it's one of those, okay, you, you, you know, dig yourself in a hole of credit card debt. Why did you decide to get out of credit card credit card debt in the first place? Why did you decide to lose weight? Why did you decide to be a better person? And I think it's one of those we we focus too much on the goal and not why we decided to make it a goal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, let's let's face it. Me having a goal of losing weight just because I want to look sexy for the ladies doesn't really make a whole lot of sense <laughs> because. I mean, sure, I can look sexy for my wife, but, you know, looking sexy for the ladies, what good is that going to do me? Other than just, I don't know, ego trip, I guess. So, but being healthy, losing weight because I want to be healthy, because I want to live a longer life or because I want to feel better and I hate the way I, you know, feel every day because I'm tired and, you know, whatever, my heart rate is up and so forth. Those are things that I can really, like sink my teeth into and if Mm -hmm. I can just remind myself that okay I'm doing this because I remember when I was training for that marathon years ago and how great I felt on a daily basis and it had nothing to do with how I looked or you know how my clothes fit or anything like that well having my clothes fit was nice but how I felt and the 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 way that I felt the, the just you know Everything about me felt healthier and felt better. And if, if that's my motivation, then maybe that gives me that extra little oomph to try and stick to it a little better. Yeah. And it's with these goals, it's obviously when we say publish it. Yeah. If you slip, put it on Facebook, I know we're all thinking of like eye rolling of, oh, here's another person saying they're doing this or doing that. Mm-hmm. So figure out what works for you. If it's one of those like, look, I'm around court and cam all the time. If I've got something really important to me, then I may tell them. And just say, hey, guys, this is kind of what I'm working towards. And so that's four eyes now looking at me, knowing what I've set as a goal, that they can kind of, if they see me going down the wrong path, be like, hey, are are you still working on this? And even if I'm like, uh, yes, sorry, yep, going down the wrong path, it's that internal of like, "Uh uh-oh, I got caught. But it's an accountability partner. It's someone that's kind of helping you. No, like if I decide that, you know, I want to try and get out of credit card debt and quit, you know, donating to every charity that I see an ad for and they see that I donate to something and they go, Katie, I thought you were going to quit that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's it may not stop me. It doesn't matter to quarter cam if I keep spending my money, but 
they see it as, hey, you've made it important enough to tell me this is your goal. Mm-hmm. I want to try and help out and just check in and be like, hey, I thought you were going to do it in return that I would do the same thing for you guys. Well, and also keep in mind that you've got an ultimate goal, but you've got you've got minor goals in mm-hmm. there too. So some s- smaller things, things that you can actually attain, things that you steps that you can take, you know, that one day at a time sort of uh, analogy, but also measurable. Remember that second letter in smart goals, measurable. So you maybe you haven't lost 25 pounds in a week you and it, it seems like it's going to take forever nine to you know go nine months and maybe lose 25 pounds in nine months or yeah. hopefully by 12 months but if you've got more measurable attainable smaller goals i need to lose three pounds this week mm-hmm. then that's that's not so hard and if you only lose a pound well you know it's not like it's been some major failure you you've you've still you've still accomplished something, yeah, you know? Absolutely. And I mean, it's just figure out what it's for and make sure it's important. I mean, if you want to save money and you're only able to save $5 this month, it's better than last month where you saved nothing. Mm-hmm. So don't remember, don't be so hard on yourself either. But those bite-sized goals are really is what's going to help you track your progress and be more successful than just trying to hit the big old full Monty. Like Court and I are taking the, CFP certification classes right now and we've got a big old exam in November and courts had to talk me off the ledge a couple of times because I've been like oh how are we going to do this and he's like Katie we're in you know we're several months away we got time look yeah. at just getting one step and it, I haven't ever been in AA but I feel like it's they have like the 12 step program so maybe mm-hmm. it's with each of your goals, you kind of have like a 12-step program of how you get to them. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know, certainly the 12-step programs wouldn't be around to this day if they weren't effective for many people. So I know that they they work for a lot of people and that that's very specific to have that kind of thing. But let's let's talk about let's talk about really the, the motivating factors. Okay. You know, like what actually when you get down to the nitty-gritty, what actually motivates people, do you think? Well, I mean, it's your emotions and yeah. What are the what are the motivating emotions? Fear and greed, for sure. Ooh, you came out of the gate strong <laughs> with that. You're like, those are the two. Those right are there. it. That's all you have. Fear and greed. Okay, so why why do you say that? I mean, you know, a happiness motivates me. Kindness motivates me. I'm lying. I do. Yeah. Well, but okay. So you think about it with greed. Um, we go to school to get a better education, to hopefully get a better job, to make more money. Mm-hmm. Greed. Yep. And, you know, we're greedy. We want our kids to go to the best schools. We want our kids to have the best life. Fear is we're fear, scared of failure, scared of losing loved ones. And so we're oftentimes greedy of holding on to our loved ones tightly because we don't want anything to happen to them because of the fear. So fear, greed, everywhere. I know, but okay. So <laughs> uh, this is, this is sort of counter to what we've talked about before, because I remember you gave me a hard time when I, when I made fun of you because you, you, uh, do, you give to charity and you do philanthropic acts because mm-hmm. it makes you feel good. And I was like, Oh, so you're, it's just motivated all by self. You're just greedy. And you were like, no, that's not. But basically what you're saying is all of our actions uh, emanate from greed, which is inherently bad. Greed, greed and I mean, fear. it's a seven, it's one of the seven deadly sins. It's yes. greed. It's but fear, I donate to charities because I fear that one day I could be that charity. Okay. I could be that person who is 
needing money raised for my kids, whatever, or needing money for treatment for somebody that I love. Mm -hmm. So yeah, in a way that's where the fear is. And the greed is that we all want the best for ourselves. And unfortunately we have a lot of selfless people, but at the end of the day, we are very selfish in whether it's selfish of ourselves or selfish of our families and our loved ones. Okay. So I guess to bottom line it, Katie, when you say everybody is motivated, their two motivated emotions are greed and fear. Mm -hmm. You're not using greed in terms of like Gordon Gecko, greed no, is good. No, 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 no. You know, you're, you're talking about it in a broader sense. Much broader. Um, That's what our podcast, we're all broad. We're just <laughs> giving you the big picture well, here. Well, it depends. <laughs> There we go with Court and his, it depends. But that's just a, for you to keep in the back of your head. Really, it's when you're looking at all of this, it's your personal assessment. Look at it as your personal life, your business life. What are you wanting? Where are you right now? Where do you want to be? Hmm. And I know that's kind of rolling your eyes. Oh, okay, that's the interview question. Where, or that's the job accountability job meeting. Where yeah. do you see yourself in five years? I roll. Yeah. <laughs> But you've got to look at it, and if you're purely happy with exactly as you are right now, and you don't want to have anything change, wow, please please write a book and share your secrets, mm. because most people have some improvements they want, and that's where you take an assessment, this is where I am, this is how I can improve. Okay, I'm sorry, I've got to, I've just got to, I've got to throw this in there, because okay. I've, I've been... Um, so I was watching this show the other day, and the idea of the show, the, 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 basic, the basic element that I'm talking about is this, this woman was talking to her husband, and she had had an affair. Oh. And she was trying to explain to her husband why she had an affair. And she said, why would I have an affair when everything in my life was basically perfect, when I had the, the job that I wanted, when I had this wonderful husband that I wanted, when I had a great son that I wanted, and everything was perfect, why would I want, why would I want to ruin it by having an affair? And she said... Uh, and I don't know how true this is like for all human beings, but to me, I was kind of like, huh, that's kind of an interesting take on it. She said her life was basically perfect and she wanted to want something. So she, I know what you're talking about. I can't place what show that is. <laughs> I've heard that unless it's on every show. <laughs> so, I mean, this, this idea that, you know, even even having everything, people continue to want something. That so it sort of brings it back around to that idea of greed being a motivating mm -hmm. factor. It's not necessarily that you're just thirsty or whatever. It's it's that you continue. Even if you have, if you think, even if you think everything is perfect and you have everything, you continue to want because mm -hmm. you want you want that feeling of wanting something. So you so that you continue to have that motivation. And yeah. if you lose that that sense of want, if you lose that sense of greed, um, then, then you sort of become sedentary and sad. You settle for good. And one of the things David Pickler drills into all of us is mm -hmm. that you've got to keep working your brain. You've got to keep looking for different things to learn different, whether it's big certifications or if it's just minor things of just learning a new hobby or learning mm -hmm. a new way to do your job it not only keeps your mind working, which I think they've shown studies kind of helps with dementia and all of that, mm -hmm. but it just keeps you having a purpose and that it's not just going through the day-to-day -day thing. It's something exciting. You set yourself goals. You figure out what your personal goals are, figure out what your business goals are, set your goals, 
reward yourself for accomplishing parts, steps toward the ultimate goal, mm-hmm. you know. Be your own cheerleader. Uh, yeah. You don't have to be Miss Perfect. Well, yeah, no, there's a a, a quote again, um, perfect is the enemy of good, or uh, sometimes great is the enemy of good. If you're constantly striving for perfection, or if you're constantly striving for great, then you if you fail at that, you may you may completely miss good as mm-hmm. well. And good, while we're not suggesting that you settle for settle for good, the idea that that you don't have to be perfect, you need to you need to really let that settle in because you you have to have goals that you can that you can accomplish. And, and you know, if you fail, it's not fatal. Yeah, right. Failure well, is not fatal. And it's, I think nowadays with social media and stuff, like we're all always comparing ourselves. And we've talked about this before about you're keeping up with the Joneses and you're putting yourself in financial danger because you're trying to be perfect. You're trying to have the perfect marriage, perfect kids, perfect life. But there's always something that falls short mm-hmm. because you're striving for perfect and you're trying to beat somebody. Um, there was a, a speaker at our Commonwealth conference that we had that was virtual and they talked about how if you're so busy focusing on trying to beat another person, then that time spent trying to watch them and trying to beat them is wasted where if you had just tried to beat yourself, you were only in a race with yourself. And that's what most of the time with jobs, that's how it is. If you're trying to beat your coworker and you're trying to be just like them and be better than them, you're missing the opportunity to try and be your best self which may have ideas and theories that could surpass your coworker on its own. But it's the image I have in my head, I've seen around Facebook world. It's a meme of those Olympic swimmers and how they're swimming right next to each other. Mm-hmm. And that one swimmer kept focusing on the one next to him while the other one was just focusing straight ahead. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, that's powerful. Focus on your goals. You are the cheerleader. You're the one that determines if it's you know good or bad. You're in control. Yeah. Okay. So in life, there are things that matter and things that you can control. And we're going to focus on the things that matter to you and that you can control. Mm -hmm. And obviously, that sort of brings it back around to your your finances. Um, You know, how how does all of this really really wrap into that idea that this is, hey, this is a financial podcast. What are we doing giving you life lessons here? I mean, it all goes back to finance. Think about it. You decide to be a better spouse, but you let that kind of drop off and you throw in the towel and you're like, oh, I'm not going to be any better. Well, that could lead to marriage counseling. That could lead to divorce. Then you're talking about big bucks there. Big bucks. And the whole health thing that I was so focused on, running and Mm -hmm. going to the gym and losing weight and all of that stuff. Obviously, if you let that slide... If you if you make your goal too big and you you know I want to lose a hundred pounds and get rock hard uh, six pack abs and so forth and you you know you eat a hot dog one night and that completely derails <laughs> you and then you go into a spiral of self hatred and next thing you know you've gained back twenty five pounds and you uh, anyway you could ultimately your health issues could could spiral along with you and you know, that leads to health issues. And what could that lead to? What 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 if I have a heart attack because mm-hmm. I can't get myself back on track and I have to go to the hospital? Yeah. And you're stuck now paying medical bills. Or medical med- bills are medication. a killer. 
So, you know, you're not, none of these are ever just because, oh, I want the six pack abs. It's mm-hmm. always, or, oh, I want the, 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 the better spouse or whatever. There's always something else that, that you got, that it always is going to come back, back around to. If you don't accomplish these things, it can affect you financially. Yeah. You're scared to death. Fear is driving you that it's scary to try and go back to school to better yourself because it's expensive, but that fear could hold you back. And then you could never be able to get a higher paying job because you didn't take that leap. You didn't try and better yourself. So again, finance, mm-hmm. it, it all wraps back up to it. And those gym memberships, I just got to say, I have been the culprit of it. You sign up for those gym memberships. And I think it is so hard to break up with gyms. They make you write a letter and send it off and then it has to get approved. I mean, it is ridiculous breaking up with gym memberships. So when January rolls around, y'all think real hard about it. Are you actually going to use that? Or should you just try and work out at home and see if you're really dedicated? <laughs> think about your money. <laughs> you know what? Let's let's break this down into ways that you can really walk away with some some things that you can really put into put into to effect to help you. Um, one, you make a resolution. Sure, make a resolution that you want to accomplish by the end of 2021 and have it. But have a plan. And make that plan by part of that plan is setting yourself goals Mm -hmm. every single day. Something that you want to accomplish by the end of the day that day. Have a list of things that you want to accomplish by the end of each of your days so that you can cross things off the list. Yes. Because people love crossing things off of lists. Oh, yeah. In the world of technology, I still like my paper and pen. Cross it off. And if those goals are focused on ultimately helping you achieve that monster goal, it doesn't make the monster goal seem so hard to accomplish. No, there is no rule on how big or how small these goals are and what you want it to be. Just write it down, publicize it, share it, get an accountability partner, get a plan and make them smart goals. And and my fourth thing, don't give up when there's a bump in the road. Don't do it. Believe in yourself like Journey tells us to believe in yourself. Court and I personally, we're, you know, we're taking a big old task on in 2021. We are taking the certified financial planner um, course, and we will be sitting for a very large exam in November. I'm scared to pieces. Court loves exams, so he's, he's all giddy about it. But hopefully at the end of 2021, we both have letters at the end of our name. Although I like to say this year will definitely be a WTF. Well, this year will. Hopefully 2021 will not. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, and as soon as as soon as we are able to actually call ourselves certified certified financial planning professionals, trademark after the CFP. Um, <laughs> See, <you> we're know, <laughs> learning. <laughs> uh, once we can do that, then we sure as heck will set ourselves some more goals to accomplish after that. But that's the big one for next year. Um, Katie, why don't we wrap this up? We've uh, lectured them plenty. Why don't you? Uh, I mean, we really did bullseye it already. Yeah, we kind of bullseye it together. Yeah, we kind of sort of. Hey, we, we hit y'all with the bullseye and you didn't even know it. But uh, uh, why don't you just hit them with that bullseye one more time? Set your goals, your resolutions at any time. It doesn't have to be the new year. And write it down. Publicize it. Share it. Get a partner. Make it a smart goal. And my last little nugget, do not give up on yourself. Believe in these goals and do it. Do okay. it for you. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the combined court-cating bullseye. Boom. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, there was the closing bell. You've made it to yet the end of yet another episode of Bullcast Podcast. If you liked what you heard and you haven't yet, please feel free to subscribe through your favorite subscription service. And a lot of those services, you can leave a comment if you want. We certainly will read them. Uh, you can also find out more about our podcast. If this happens to be the first one you've ever heard, then you can go to our website. That's bullcastpodcast.com. Feel free to leave a comment, make suggestions about topics that you'd like to hear us discuss, and we will certainly take those suggestions into consideration. I mean, I ain't making no guarantees, but <laughs> we really do appreciate the feedback. Um, also, you can check us out on Instagram if you would love to see some of those troll pictures that Cameron takes of me. Our Instagram <laughs> handle is at Bullcast Podcast. And we also have a Twitter handle. Maybe we'll start tweet, sharing tweet. some of those Twitter nugs with you. That Twitter handle is at Bullcast Podcast. Finally, we, Katie and I work for a place called Pickler Wealth Advisors. And if you'd like to find out more about Pickler Wealth Advisors, find out more about us on the website. I've found out more about our team and our boss, David Pickler, then you can check out that website at picklerwealthadvisors.com. That's advisors with an O, not, not an e. e. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? What have I given you? I've given you enough to be going on with. So for now, I'm Court. I'm Katie. And that mic, we would drop it, but man, these things are expensive. Talk to y'all later. <laughs>